What's good, football fans? Welcome back to the 4th and About podcast alongside my good friends, Brady, Bradley, and Jeremy. My name is Josh, and we appreciate you all tuning in. So we hope you made it past the semis and on to the championship. Uh, boys, what miracles do we need to happen uh, this Monday night uh, matchup in order for us to make it there? I'm not calling it a miracle because it's going to happen. It's me versus Jay Becker in our Dynasty semifinals. I have Nick Foles, and I'm up by, I believe it was 10, correct, Jeremy? Something yeah, like that, 9 or 10, and he's got Eckler and Mike Williams. Oh, no. Let's get it done, Nick. <laughs> Philly, Philly. They need a touchdown catch. I'd feel good if I was with Becker's squad at this point. I would feel very good if I was uh, on Becker's side of that. Just Saturday, he's got them boys playing after a tough loss last week. They're going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> My miracle is I need about 77 points combined from Eckler and uh, Jackson. So that would be classified as a miracle. That yeah. most certainly falls under a miracle category. Um, let's see. What do I need? My matchup, I need uh, Zach Moss to have less than 9.8 points. So definitely possible. Half or full point PPR. Uh, full. So that's going to make it a little bit more tough. But I would be... I think it, I, I feel good about it. I, I feel good about it. I would I not feel good about that. Zach Moss ain't going to do it. He's not doing it today. It's, I we're, do not feel good about that. No, it's fine. It's, if we make it to the championship, we win. And my team is stacked. And Bradley's carrying our podcast right now already in four championships. I am in four so, championships. That's. Do you have any common thread of those teams of like certain players that you targeted this year? Or are you just are all over the board? You're just... They go on do not draft list because Josh wants them next year. (laughs) He's taking notes. He already got his notepad out. (laughs) In in three of them, I have Justin Jefferson. That certainly does not hurt. So that's he's been carrying the squad. I've had Jalen Hurts in a couple of them. Yeah, Jalen Hurts and Justin Jefferson are on my twelve and two team that I might be crashing out in the semis after a bye. So that would be tough. But um, let's get into it. Yeah. So we're doing week sixteen recap. Hopefully that helps either uh, cheer you up because you're making the championship. Otherwise, we'll talk about some outlook things for the um, their championship matchup. Uh, we're going to play a fun little game. So we talked about head coaching candidates from – or last week we talked about head coaching candidates for teams. We're going to talk about teams with the option or the likelihood of them picking a quarterback in the first two rounds of this draft. So quarterback needy teams, it's basically a yes or no for you guys. I have those teams out. And then we'll do some week 17 preview. It's our championship preview, so it's a big deal. Um, do some waivers, starts of the week, and then we finish with our one's got to go. So let's get into our week 16 recap, starting with the Thursday night game, Jacksonville versus the New York Jets. So I try to be a little different because I think the, the low-hanging fruit is that Zach Wilson is bad. Um, but they moved on from Zach Wilson today in um, the hopes of having Mike White start, and he will be inactive. So I'm just not going to use that one. It's very similar to mine of last week. Um, I had a Jaguars game as well. Uh, The Jags are going to be dangerous very soon. I I think they have a lot of the pieces that they need already in place. I think they finally have um, some competence and leadership. I talked about that last week as well. And they are set up to maybe even sooner than we think, because I I personally think they're a playoff team this year. Um, So I I think the Jaguars are, are headed in a very good direction after years of um, not so great football. And Trevor Lawrence is playing really well. We talk a lot about league winners. 
Let me throw a name for you guys, and you guys let me know. Evan Ingram. Yes. Heck yeah. Evan Ingram, the last three weeks, tight end four, tight end one, tight end 12, and tight end five. He is absolutely carrying your fantasy squad when it matters he's, the most. He's tight end five on the year in PPR. <laughs> How about, like, the credit, though, of signing him? Like, no, everybody oh, just yeah. said, like, oh, they're just they're burning cap. Even, like, the Christian Kirk one, like, they're just burning cap. Those guys have played well for them. Like, they've been good Jones. players. I mean, all three of those yeah. guys, they spent money on it, and it's worked. Yeah. No, I – Kudos to the front office too. He's been good. They they all have been good. How about the weird oh, no. thing about them? How about them? Uh, I thought I saw where they could rest all their players this week because it does not matter what happens in week seventeen. Only matters what happens in week eighteen because that's when that's so odd. Tennessee and Jacksonville play yeah. each other. That's such an interesting. What would you do in that situation? If I'm Tennessee. I sit Derrick Henry. If I'm Jacksonville, I play all my players because you have the momentum right now. That's very true. I, I don't hate that idea. Yeah, so that, that leads us into our next game here with Atlanta and Baltimore. Uh, so that my one big thing, I'm going to cheat a little bit and go two big things here, is uh, I, speaking of league winners, I think Algier is going to fall into that category a little bit. Um, he's been absolutely balling lately with um, pretty good efficiency where he had you know, 22 fantasy points in week 15 and 15 fantasy points just this past week. And he has a really great matchup with Arizona next week. So he's someone that I would be very confident with. And I think there's going to be um, in the thought of fondly this offseason with how he finished the year. But my my other one was there are four targets to the wide receiver position for Baltimore this game. That's I just I when I I was looking at their stats, I was like, that just seems incredible where tight ends had 10 total and then the wide receivers had four to the position themselves. Tyler Huntley, fourth alternate. (laughs) Tyler Huntley is definitely a massive, massive part of why that was the case. But did you guys see that? He was like the the third. Oh, it's for the Pro Bowl. It's just just like, what are we actually over Justin Herbert? What? Like, what are we doing? See, I Dobbins came doing. out at hand. You see, Dobbins came out at halftime too. Like, injured? It, not a ton of clarity on that, but he had 12 targets, and then he just didn't come out after that. So we, there's not a ton of clarity on that yet. But um, that's what I was reading up on. But um, any other th- uh, any other takeaways on Atlanta, Baltimore? Yeah, it just shifting a little bit to dynasty. Be excited if you have Drake London on your roster. 12, yes. 11, and 9 targets the last three weeks. You can kind of see there's an effort to get him involved. I know Kyle Pitts is not there right now, but I still think it's more of a product of Drake London having a role on this team. Very much agree with that. Yep, I do as well. Detroit, Carolina. I'm going to let you guys get the opportunity to to talk about the one big thing or guess my one big thing here. Overrated. Oh, okay. I was going to say MSU Mankato stand up. Mr. Shane Zilstra, the D2 product from MSU Mankato. Three touchdowns coming out party. Get your waiver wire set. It's about to be down. (laughs) That's so sweet, though. In all seriousness, no, the one big thing is Carolina rushing the football. I mean, both running backs were over 125 yards. They were incredibly efficient. Sam Darnold helped you uh, in a fantasy playoff matchup. I started Sam Darnold 
this week in, in a playoff <laughs> matchup because I had Jalen Hurts and I didn't have a backup, and he was one of the options. So I went and picked him up, and he did very well for me. The rushing touchdown will help. That's for sure. That helps. He's he has a knack for the end zone on the ground. He gets a lot of rushing touchdowns when he plays. Mm-hmm. They had three hundred and twenty rushing yards. That's so crazy. Which over this winning streak for the Lions, they've been pretty solid as far as stopping the run. So it's a little bit surprising for me to to see this just coming out party for Carolina's running backs. What do you do with DeAndre Swift in Dynasty right now? Like you're you're you you're, some, you're ma- I know like you probably are holding, but you are mashing the panic button, are you not? I would wait to see where Jamal Williams. I I would assume Jamal Williams is a free agent next year. He started playing more. But I don't know. I, It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. The offseason is going to tell a lot about it. Uh, Jamal Williams signed a two-year deal. Great. <laughs> I have him. So, <laughs> uh, Buffalo versus Chicago. My one big. You guys have been pretty nice on this episode. I'm I'm going negative here. My one big thing here um, is Stefan Diggs killed you in the semifinals. Oh my word! And that's not a good thing. He. Uh, I call it like horrendous luck. He's been good all year. But then look at the numbers. The last three weeks, he has been very bad. Wide receiver 58, wide receiver 42, wide receiver 61. I I wonder what this does if he has another bad week in championships. What does that do next year for fantasy? He's at age 29. If you look at the history of receivers, 30-31 is that age where they just fall off and i'm i'm a big digs fan so like i'm not wishing that upon him i'm just i'm interested to know what your guys' thoughts are on the potential of him sliding down based on these last let me it's it's been bad the last three weeks two of those are really poor weather which that's not going away so i'm not saying that that's but i'm saying that's partially to do with it It was negative 13 in chicago so you would like to think through for 172 yards True. You would like to think that it's going to be a shootout against the Bengals too, um, where two offenses that are very, you know, high powered are going to be able to put up some points. You'd like to think at least 25 points each. So hopefully that's a, you know, that kind of loosens up those, uh, that productivity a little bit. Well, dang it. I got to get to the championship if I'm going to get there. I, I, I like that match. I'm right, I'm right there with you. It, uh, he has been a huge disappointment the past few weeks. I, I think if he had another really poor week in the championship game, like as a fantasy community, I think we like to like have some recency bias. Like I think we look to some of those, the most recent things to really um, shape what we think and believe. And I think that could definitely hurt him come draft season next year. I think he'll still be drafted really early. I mean, somewhere in the first round, um, potentially. You think now, first round, huh? It, potentially. I think if you, if you take a look at total body of work and then you factor in, how well the wide receivers did top end wide receivers compared to, I mean, we've talked about that a little bit that that yep. could shift some of the drafting. Um, now, if he has another really poor week, I think that knocks him down and you're, you know, talking about some other people in that end of the first round category. Yep. That's fair. Uh, I'll jump into the new Orleans Cleveland game. Um, I think, and I'm going a little negative here too. I think if you're a dynasty manager um, you uh, of Camara you've got to be trying to sell like immediately when you can this year um, or this off season. And, and the only say I say, the only reason I say immediate is because I think the longer it goes in the off season, the like his 
trade value is going to fall. Um, I think right now he's had some not so great weeks. He's had some decent weeks, but he definitely isn't Kamara um, of old. And then you also still have the, um, the kind of mystery with the trial, like his, um, I'm blanking on the name, but or the name of it. The but pro bowl. Yeah, the criminal stuff. Yeah. Oh I, yes, I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yes, I'm the allegations. Find the right Got it. For it. Yes, but that that's coming down the pipe at some point. I don't know how long that's going to keep him out as far as games, but that should rear its head next season. So I would try to jump on that as early as I can because he just has not been the player that we thought he would be. And then with kind of the unknown of that, it could get worse. Andy Dalton's been bad. Why are they not going back to Jameis? I started him this week. I started him this week. Is Jameis still banged up? I don't don't think so. I think so. I thought he was I thought he was healthy. I think so. I thought he was healthy too, unless there's more that we don't know. I I mean the ceiling of your team is significantly higher with Jameis. Like there's gonna be the lows are gonna be low, but the highs are gonna be much higher. They they have to be. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's really interesting what they're doing there with that. Seattle, Kansas Anything, City. Yes. Yeah, um, so then my one big thing from this is just the overall body of pr- the production that they're getting from the running back room in Kansas City has been tremendous and that they're not getting nearly as much from wide receivers with Tyreek leaving. And, you know, Jarek McKinnon has been spectacular and Pacheco hasn't been insane for fantasy, but as far as like football wise, very efficient and been incredibly helpful for that offense. And that's just going to make those playmakers on uh, Kansas City all the more dangerous and so um, I really think that's you can be able to lean on them for mid to low RB2s potentially um, for the rest of the way which I think is something that you know you can be able to take to the bank I think it's a product of Andy Reid being a really good coach and just He's finding ways good. to get playmakers the ball I'm a little surprised that you didn't mention anything about Kadarius Tony getting in the tub I didn't want to take a victory lap because it was his only great. It wasn't. It still wasn't a good day in the office where he only had two targets. But I didn't want to take that. Yeah, you know, easy victory lap because it was still not. It wasn't even eight PPR points. Why we but, take those? But we, we do those. take those. That's a very fair point. We do take those. Attaboy, Canarius, Tony. Let's go. <laughs> Let's talk Minnesota Giants. Uh, a really good football game on Christmas Eve, 27-24 in favor of the Vikings. My one big thing is Justin Jefferson, Jay Jettas, JJ, Trendsetta, whatever you want to call him, is willing his fantasy teams to the championship. Uh, we talked about I have him in three leagues. I'm in, I'm in three championships when I have him. His last five weeks, 23.9, 18.6, 35.3, 30.1, 31.1. He is on record fantasy pace at this point on these last five weeks. He is absolutely carrying it at the wide receiver position. There's a concerted effort to get him a ton of targets. Gotta love him in dynasty. Gotta love him in redraft every platform. Do you think that he has a conversation to be in the top three next year of redraft pick? Yes. Yes, for sure. I think he's got an argument to be the one-on-one. If we're talking the same thing that Jeremy said before, where like the focus is on wide receiver, he was my wide receiver one this coming or this last year. I, I would say he's going to be undoubtedly the wide receiver one unless something changes with Minnesota that, and I, I don't, the only change that I could possibly see is Thielen going, which only helps his targets. This, this is going to get really dark, but if they say, if it's Vikings are a first round ex- exit and they say Kirk, see ya, 
I would say JJ gets a little bit of a tick down for me, sure. but that's depending on who the replacement that, is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yep. What do you think? What do you think with that Becker from a non-Viking perspective? I agree with what you guys are saying. I mean, he's going to be the wide receiver one. Um, I mean, Cooper Cup was in the talks of of 101. I mean, I don't know how serious that was, but again, I think with what we're talking about as far as the wide receivers maybe being more consistent or more reliable with just the way that the game is now with running backs, I mean, I would have no problems right now like with Justin Jefferson being 101. I just did a dynasty startup with the super flex, so quarterbacks had more value. He went 103. Wow. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, then Justin I Jefferson. I mean, I get it. Now that you actually say it, like that makes a lot of sense. Over Joe Burrow? I that's uh, crazy. It's, it, it, it's, it's crazy. That's I yeah, couldn't do that. But that's I a good point. Don't totally like disagree, yeah. but yep, exactly. Uh Cincinnati versus the New England Patriots turned out to be a really good game. It wasn't for a while. My one big thing is T. Higgins is him. Let's talk about him for a little bit. He's a wide receiver, 10 on the year. Um, he's essentially missed three games due to injury. I count the first game of the season where he didn't play very much um, as a, a game that he did not play. He played 26% of the snaps. So I say he's played, he's missed three games. Um, eight of those 12 games, um, he's had over eight targets. That's really good. Um, five of those games, he's had over 90 yards receiving. Um, and then seven of those games, he's had a touchdown. So he's had seven touchdowns this year. He's 23 years old. He should be getting a lot more love in the dynasty community, but Jamar Chase is there right now. I I am I'm all in on T. Higgins. I don't really blame you. You think he gets traded? There are our, our good friends at the Draft Network uh, posted a mock draft where their specialist had the Bengals trading up to the second overall pick and trading T. Higgins their first and a second to the Bears. Oh wow! I would hate that as a Vikings. It's it's, it's all. It's, it's all not going to happen. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, it seems to be coming more of a norm to trade blue chip wide receivers during the draft season. Like it happened like crazy last year. Quickly before we move to the next game, his quarterback Joe Burrow. Where do you see him in the MVP conversations? He's got the Bills this next week. Top four. I would say for me, it's Mahomes one hurts two, right in number three and probably Burrow four. Right in is having a heck of a year. I don't blame them. I mean, you could throw, I think Justin Jefferson has a conversation. I think Kirk Cousins has a conversation. Um, I'm trying to think of other quarterbacks that would have a conversation, but he's in that three to four realm. I think it's a two horse race at this point. It, it, now this is getting deeper into it, but if Jefferson breaks the the yardage record, and he doesn't get the MVP. Is it just a quarterback? It is. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I thought that Cooper, last year after Cooper yeah. Cup winning the Triple yeah. Crown, it was a, a quarterback. That That's why I keep saying Justin Jefferson shouldn't win it. Like, Cooper Cup literally led every it's, statistical it's, category last year and did you not. You can't do it. any – yeah, it's a it's a really good argument. I'm curious if they may – do they, like, do, like, skill uh, – this is a horrible name, but, like, make a award for, like, skill position player of the year so – because like they you know they they don't really have a chance to win. Like if Cooper Cup didn't win it last year, it's just not happening. I just like, think they, I know they call the MVP the quarterback. Yeah, they call the MVP the quarterback of the year, and then they they do the offensive player of the year as the skill position player of the year. Fair enough. That's what they do. That's true. 
Talk about our Texans. Talk about them. They won. Let's go. Talk about it. <laughs> they did win. And it's funny because I'm even in my one big thing, I'm not going to give them credit. I'm just going to say the Titans <laughs> are just not very good. Good. They're, good. They're just not like they're not a team that I think should be in the playoffs. I think watch it. Like if you watch the eye test of the Titans versus the Jags, like the Jags to me are a playoff team and the Titans are not. I mean, it's and, hard to argue that. It's so I, crazy like, that Malik Willis was like, there's points where he was going to be a top two pick. And, the, and, and I don't want to hate on the kid because, you know, it's, the situation is the situation. But offense stinks. Let's just call it yeah. what it is. It's been bailed out by Derrick Henry for the last four years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're not Sorry, wrong. I'm brutally honest. I'm just <laughs> be, like, and you're seeing the same darn thing in Atlanta right now. Sorry, I went there. Sorry, I did it. What's with Moving your negativity on. after the I'm done. <laughs> Merry Christmas to everybody. We forgot to say that at the beginning. <laughs> We're looking at a screw down the game. mic right now. <laughs> next game. <laughs> uh, the next game is Washington and San Francisco. And I had kind of a mind process here. So my one big thing is, do you think Purdy's success hurts Garoppolo's market? Not at all. No. And it's it. just an insanely friendly quarterback um, system. If Lance plays 16, 17 games next year, is there any world where he's not a top, like, eight quarterback if he plays, like, all those games? Do they play him over Purdy, though? Oh, stop. They they have to give it. You don't – Brady, you're shaking your head no. I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. They, they win the, the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy. They're not going say, back to Trey Lance. Yeah. That's what I was just about to say. That's I think the that's only the way you have the way. conversation. Yeah. I think if they make the Super Bowl, there's an argument. I don't yeah. Know. I mean, I, I don't think you're totally. At the end of the day, though, they gave up so much. They have to see. They have to see. They have to see what he's got. And the reason that they did is like Shanahan's quoted saying, like, I needed a quarterback that added a different element. Like he knew he could be successful with most quarterbacks. And he's right. And he <laughs> has Trey's QB1 what? next year. Moving on. We got it. Uh, if he's playing in purple, get him over here. <laughs> All right. Philadelphia and Dallas. Really good game. Dallas won 40 to 34. My one big thing is my favorite Dak on the CD. And that's referring to Dak Prescott and CD Lamb. Both wide receiver ones uh, this week. C.D. Lamb has been on a tear since week 10. He is wide receiver two only to Justin Jefferson since week 10. He's been that's, good. That's <laughs> He's been really good. Do you guys know how old C.D. Lamb is? 23, I think. I'm looking at it right now, so I, I don't want to. Okay. Yes, he's 23. We're, we've been talking about Dynasty. He's a top five dynasty receiver. Oh yeah. What, give it real quick. If you, like, I'll try to buy you a little bit of time here, but what do you think your top five dynasty wide receivers are at the moment? Jefferson chase. And I don't like chase that much, but he's got to be the two. Uh, three is probably waddle. Actually three is lamb four is waddle. Five. I like T. Higgins, but I would probably say Amon Ross St. Brown. I don't That's think right that. off the off the cusp. No. Something similar to that. Yeah. 
Who am I missing, though? There's got to be somebody that was clearly being missed, right? Mm. A.J. Brown? Yeah. Yeah, where would you put A.J.? A.J. Brown would probably be in there. Five, six, somewhere in there. Yeah. He might have to be. Uh, I might have him three. I would say four. Over C.D. Lamb? I, I, I put C.D. over him. Anyways, yeah, he's impressive. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Been talking negative. It's time to give some love to some people. Najee Harris, a guy that we have had on Stash or Trash, and we've trashed him. Um, a guy that we said you couldn't play in your roster. Um, has been productive the last three weeks. Running back 15, running back 14, running back 16. He hasn't been very efficient, but you can play him if you need to in the championship. You can. I think he's that I think back, that quote is right over his. Year. I think that quote is right above his locker. It's not very efficient, but you can play him. That's just his tagline this year. His team is in the hunt, and he's running back 15. I don't know what else you can say. Like, you can play him. You can play him, but I'm not going to sit here and say it's been a, a good pick at all because he was picked in the top 12. That's a fair point. I, I, that's fine. He's still a, a mid-RB2. It's not what you drafted him to be. <laughs> Should we go through the whole list of guys pissed. you haven't been drafted to be? Well, who's talking about Scrooge now? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I'm not going to get excited about 12 and a half points. All right, moving on. Packers, Dolphins. You know what the one thing, one big thing is, boys? What's that? Watch out for the Packers. Tell me that's not your one big thing. It is. It's All got right. a caveat, glad though. We, glad we talked about that. Let's move to the next game. It's got a caveat that they, they got to get some, they got to get a little healthy before next week if it's actually real. I love seeing Jair do the waddle dance after he missed a tackle to let waddle go for 85 yards. That's like the that's ultimate right. corner thing. I, I know, like that. That's every corner. Like you, you need to have that arrogance. You, you need to yeah. have that arrogance. Patrick Peterson let Hodgins absolutely Lord go knows. off on him. It, he got a pick out. He goes, I told him I was going to get one. I'm like, he <laughs> destroyed. Well, he got more game. than one. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did eat. Oh, that was, that was really bad. Anything else on that game, Becker? No, move on. I mean, Waddle and Tyreek are really good. <laughs> this but is two is, hey, 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 the two is in concussion protocol again. Tua that is something is to be in concussion protocol. Something again. to monitor for your championship game. You're playing Waddle and, and Hill, but I think that makes Mostert. Maybe even Jeff Wilson an option too, because they're gonna run the ball a little bit. I yep. I don't know how they play him again. They're not. I mean, he played the whole game, so there must have been like post game symptoms that happened. A little scary. Yeah. You gotta you gotta factor in his long term health over winning. Like for sure. One one hundred percent. So that leads us to Denver versus the Rams. And uh after this game, uh Nathaniel Hackett, the uh, head coach for Denver uh, did get uh, relieved of his duties. So that's going to be, I think the, that's the first vacancy for the NFL, correct? No, no Carolina. Carolina. No. Carolina, fair. So my one big thing is, is this like the least attractive job? Like, where do you see as far as the attractiveness of this job? I think it is a micro sense of the NFL. And um, what do you think about the attractiveness of that head coaching vacancy? The only, reason I think it, the only reason I think it's unattractive is because they play the Chiefs twice a year. That's the only reason why. I think their roster is average. 
They got a shutdown corner. They have a quarterback that, let's be honest, this guy was a Pro Bowler year in and year out prior to this year. Something happened. The Hall of Fame, uh, like, yes, <laughs> that's like, what we were talking about. Like his his career is not over at this point. Like, get him somebody that's familiar with him. Get him a good off season to focus up. The season's not lost. You have a good young running back coming out, or the his career is not lost. Sorry. Did you uh, did you lost. see that the thank you <laughs> defensive coordinator turned down the interim? I don't blame him. Coaching. He got back really? He's best friends with Nathaniel Hackett. He's best friends. Yeah. That he wouldn't take it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He's gonna, he's gonna be getting head coaching. I I can't pronounce his name. Um, but he, yeah, he's he's he got head coaching looks last year. So I, I may be on an island in this, but I really don't think it's that tra- attractive as a jo- of a job. Just with the expectations, there's I know Hackett's got to be the fall guy, get all that, but there's a lot more going on I think than just him. And like yeah. it, I think there's a lot more things to fix there. And if Russ is really like, that's a heck of a contract situation there. If Russ is actually bad now. Like, oh yeah, but I, they, I, you, I you wonder what he least. let go though. What, what did he let go in there? Because like, yes, there's egos, there's weird people in every single locker room, but this is like boiled over. Like, and and I like Hackey. He was my head coaching. He was my number one head coaching candidate going into the off season. So I'm just wondering what what did he let go in the locker room that people are fighting after the games? Have a backup quarterback go up to their starting guard and basically say, "You guys aren't protecting our quarterback." Like, what's going on? I would recommend, or this goes with a grain of salt, but I think they should come and bring somebody that has experience, like a Sean Payton or somebody along those lines, similar to what Jacksonville did. It was a train wreck in Jacksonville. They said, you know what? Super Bowl winning coach, Doug Peterson, come in, get us right. Seems to have gotten control. Have someone that knows how to be a head coach. Leslie Frazier would be a great head coach, in my opinion. Somebody that's Ooh. done it before has really good respect for well, not Brady. I don't like it. I think All Dan right, Quinn is one. To, Dan Quinn feels like one to monitor there. I I heard Dan Quinn, and then I heard Brian Schottenheimer as well. Used to be the offense coordinator for Russell Wilson. That would be brutal. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I also heard uh, who was Daryl Bevel was also one of the candidates. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh yikes! <laughs> Moving on. Last but not least, Tampa Bay, Arizona, Bradley. Tampa Bay, Arizona. Good nightcap to Christmas Eve. Or was it Christmas Day? It's sorry. Christmas Day. Yep. Yeah. My one big thing is Leonard Fournette wants to be guru status. Uh, he really only played 60% of the snaps, but had 30 opportunities. He had 10 targets, 20 carries. I love that as a, <laughs> as a guru. So 25.2 half point PPR fantasy points with a touchdown is very good company. Did you guys see the tweet that he sent out today and then deleted? He's got Liz Frank was it, injury. Was it? He does? Yeah, That's he's he been said. playing with it, yeah. I did not know that. They, they, they need to get his Twitter. He needs to get his Twitter <laughs> deleted. What is telling what, people what stuff. Benefit, yeah, what benefit is it to have him tell that? That's that's odd. Because he looks on Twitter and people say that he's slow and all that stuff. So he's got to. Oh, like, this is why this is the yeah. case. I yeah. just wait till the end of the It season. was deleted pretty quickly. That's probably yep. why I didn't see it. Okay. <laughs> let's move to our, our game, I guess let's call it. Um, it's should they draft a quarterback in the first two rounds? 
per 500. Sure. Okay. Don't say um, milk. I'm just don't. Do I'm it. not doing it. I don't have it. I don't have it on there. This is actually real. Um, <laughs> here's a layup. The Houston Texans. Yes. Yep. Yes. The Seattle Seahawks. Yes. Yes. No. I'm going to say no. Why? Okay. I think Gino's <laughs> performed well enough to have an, um, an extended look at. There's seven and eight. I think he's played. And you don't think Gino's played well? I think you can Not draft a, him. You can play him again. Yeah, I think you can draft a guy and still give him a look. I suppose those two those two things are not mutually exclusive. That's fair. They have You've two first round picks. Yes, that's a very fair point as well. Yes, I've been my my mind has been changed. You're welcome. The Indianapolis Colts. Yes. Yes. I, I don't, what what pick do they have right now? Do we know? Are they a top seven pick at this point? Just keep talking for a little bit. Because my fear is that if they're if they're rocking like pick twelve or pick thirteen, they're they're not going to get what they wanted for a quarterback. I just feel like at some point they have to go in, right? Like it just has been. You You can't be doing just pick five. Then yes. Yes. At some point they have, like they have to, like they just keep recycling old vets. (laughs) Like Derek Carr, step up to this plate. (laughs) That seems so inevitable at this point. I think Jimmy G seems inevitable. Jimmy G. That's that's a better, that's a better one. Atlanta. No. Yes. Yes. Hop off the pod, Josh. Just go. I'm not, I'm not hopping off the pod. If they thought that um, the Riddler was going to be a viable option, they would have turned to him earlier this year, in my opinion. They have a lot more holes to fill than just quarterback, and I think you have the opportunity to see what Desmond Ritter has with a full offseason. Becker? You me? You're mulling it over. Oh, you're... I think see yes or no question. Eileen Bradley's take on that. So that's a yes for those All listeners. Right. All right, you can. Uh, no, I said no. No, Sorry, I, yeah, yes, I, correct. Yes, yeah. they're keeping Ritter. Okay, got it. Yeah. Uh, Detroit Lions. No, this is the most interesting one for me. I, I think that they they have such a high pick that it, you could make a case for it. But if Goff you say no well. for the, or if you say that the Lions need just, to just quarterback for that, yeah, I just, I just think it's really interesting that they have a super high pick, so I can see the thought process for taking one. But I would probably say no. If I were the Lions, what I would do is I would trade their top whatever pick that they're going to get for the Rams, get a pick next year, yep. play out Jared Goff, and then that package their picks if they don't are not successful and move up and get one of the two good quarterbacks the following year. Sitting at pick seven and eighteen right now. Yeah, I would trade pick seven. There's so many. Yeah, they have so many options for what they're going to do this off season. They got fair defense. <laughs> I, my vote is uh, do not draft a quarterback. Okay, the Carolina Panthers. Yes. 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 Okay, the Las Vegas Raiders. No. No. Uh, the Tennessee Titans. Yes. That's interesting. No. No. The New England Patriots. No. Yes. Yes, please. We got to give Bradley his flowers. 
Mac Jones sucks and he's, he's a dirty player too. <laughs> Dude, that was that, that, that was a dirty play. That was a very That's dirty so play. Bad. That's terrible. I just wonder what the thought process was like. That can't feel good. Can you, can you describe for those who didn't see that? Could you describe what happened? So essentially, the, there was a turnover, right? I don't. Did he throw a pick? I don't know what it was. It's a turnover, and the defender was running towards the end zone, and all of a sudden, fifteen yards ahead of him, right? You see, Mac Jones come fifteen yards behind the defender and take out the defender's teammate randomly, right at the knees. Bad. And in the video, like you literally see the guy with the ball run past him, and then like five seconds later, he just takes him. He out. had to have been ten to fifteen yards past. It was. Yeah. It was not a close. Carry. It was not Anyways, impacting the play. So we have Bradley as a yes, Josh as a no, Jeremy. I'm a no because they got zappy. Okay, the zappy. New York Jets. Yes. No. No, because they need to build their roster more, or like Mike. No, White. because they're. Jimmy G Mike is White. like a, a a home run hit. Michael Floors and uh, Washington, the Commanders. Yes. No. Their roster's guys, not that good, guys. There's no. There's not 15 quarterbacks to be taken in this draft. Somebody's not taking a quarterback. Okay. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't think Tom's yes. coming back. They're, I think they are. <laughs> I, I, I would I would say that they're taking a quarterback because Tom is not coming back. Trask. The New York Giants. Yes. Anthony Richardson, <clears throat> please. How awesome that be for Brian Dable to get Anthony Richardson. He's keeping Daniel Jones. <laughs> I don't think Daniel Jones is that bad. He's bad. He torched us, but he's bad. <laughs> Anthony Richardson I, would be so good with Brian Dable. He's a unrestricted like I, I think that's crazy that um Daniel Jones like they already declined the option so he is he if can go New York wants him they got him he's nobody else wants him let's <laughs> just call it what it is <laughs> sorry he's way, he's way more athletic than I think people give credit for oh he's yeah fast. oh he's fast oh he's fast <laughs> but he trips over his own feet I'm not saying he's necessarily that good but I'm just saying he's okay can we just give answers we got one more team after this <laughs> ain't drafting one, so quit asking. Last but not least, Minnesota Vikings. No. No. Say yes and tell me who it is, Becker. I don't know <laughs> who they're going to draft, but isn't it about time they start? And everybody's the Green Bay Packers and sits a quarterback for four years and calls it good. Whoa. Whoops. Well, did I go there? Did I open my mouth? <laughs> did, well, did, did I say that? Did I get play. did I get you, dog? <laughs> I'd love Hen and Hooker to be drafted in the second round. I'd love that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, when do they start looking for one? Bradley's just not about that at all. If we host Lombardi, we're never we pay Kirk Cousins till he doesn't want to play anymore. Well that that yes, that changes a lot of things. Oh, you, say, guys, actually, you know, Josh Rosen's on the practice squad. You guys probably don't That's know. true. We got our okay. quarterback of the future. So Cousins is 34. Let's say, for the sake of argument, they win one playoff game and then they bounce out. Do you think Cousins comes back week one starter? 100%. 100%. I, would, I, would, I don't think he could do anything at this point to not. Yeah. I think a, I think a first-round exit, there's definitely. First-round exit. There's a conversation to be had on the first-round first, first round exit, for sure. I think the, um, the ownership gave. Quasi in KOC one year under like the current roster, like to see feel it out and see what they wanted to do. So 
Anyways, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and do championship week preview. Hi guys, this is Jeremy Becker from the 4th and a Mile podcast. Just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in and remind you to follow us on Twitter at 4th and a Mile Pod. That's 4th and a Mile Pod. Thanks guys, and now back to the sports. Welcome back into the 4th and a Mile podcast, getting into week 17 preview, aka championship week preview. Let's talk about starts, or we're not doing starts of the week, let's do waivers first. <laughs> Get real excited about starts of the week. Um, we're doing... Honorable mention top five, and just make a note if you would consider playing them this week. Obviously, if you're claiming them, you have a chance, but like maybe just give a little hint on how much you would consider playing them. So let's talk about honorable mention. Yeah, I'll start here. So my honorable mention is Jahan Dotson. Uh, I think he's NBA Jam rules. He's on fire, three touchdowns in uh, in a row. So I do think that he um, is a guy that's got a great rapport with his quarterback right now, and uh, I would not smash start, but would certainly consider starting. I'll piggyback right off that because it's the same one that I had. He looks really good. He had, a, I believe he had a touchdown called back for a penalty or a difficult catch downfield that got called back for a penalty. He looks really good. My honorable mention is Isaiah Hodgins, and I wouldn't even think about playing him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine is Tyler Conklin. And I would consider, depending on what your tight end situation is, with Mike White back. Okay. Number five. Yeah, number five, I had Greg Dortch, um, wide receiver for Arizona. He had, saw 11 targets last week and caught 10 of them. Uh, so probably would not start. But again, it's one of those depends on your options. My five was Tyler Conklin. This is a dart throw, and I would not start him. I uh, go ahead, Jeremy. Mine is Isaiah Hodgins. Um, I would not start. Mine's Mike White, and I would think about playing him. The two weeks before Buffalo, where he got banged up, he was quarterback six, quarterback seven. He plays Seattle. It's an okay matchup. So let's say you're waiting on Jalen Hurts. See if he plays and Jalen Hurts doesn't play. I'd be fine playing Mike White this week. That's fair. It's a good Number call. four. Yeah, I'll, I'll just quick. Isaiah Hodgins is starting to pinch at best. Same, but I would not start him. My number four is the Jacksonville Jaguars defense special teams because oh, they play Houston. Come and you can on. play them and you feel really good about it. God, you <laughs> They're the seventh, seventh rated defense for fantasy right now. Yeah, that's my favorite. And they have three, three they have three good weeks in a row. So I would I would play them. Uh, mine is, uh, Greg Dolchich and I probably wouldn't play him. Oops. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so Brady alluded or already brought it up, but my number three is the Jacksonville defense and it's an absolute smash start. Uh, following suit with Josh on, on this episode, I guess Jacksonville is my number three and I would start them most definitely. Number three for me was Jahan Dotson. I would think about playing him as well, too. Love it. Uh, my number three is the New York Jets defense. Who do they play? Uh, they play the Seahawks. Yeah. Not the greatest of all time matchups, but Gino hasn't Because Gino's going to light them up. I guess Seahawks aren't drafting a quarterback, so <laughs> you know, maybe I should be worried about that. But uh, right. yeah, the Jets. <laughs> number two. 
Yeah, my number two is uh, Cam Akers. Um, so I know he's probably on a lot of, um, you know, lineups now, but he had a crazy efficient game where they didn't punt once. So it's going to be, you know, warped quite a bit by that, but I definitely would consider starting. Brady, go ahead with yours. I didn't even put Cam Akers on my because I thought he was so – I think he was 80% owned, isn't he? 83%. <laughs> That's so tough. Oh, you know, you would want to 17, I'll pick him up. That's so tough. And the fact that he's just not your number one just it makes me even more mad. <laughs> okay, I'll go. Mike White is my number two, and I would definitely consider picking him up. And as a Jalen Hurts owner, I might have to pick up Mike White. Number two for me is Tyler Higby. Baker seems like he's got some sort of uh, came out of nowhere. Yeah, he's tight end nine, tight end two. I would plays the Chargers. The Ram, the Rams are playing to just make sure their pick isn't as bad, so they're still playing hard. Baker's trying to get a job next year. I mean, they're still going to play. So, um, I, yeah, I would play Tyler Higby. Uh, mine is Jahan Dotson. I most likely wouldn't play him. There. That leads us to number one, correct? Correct. Yeah, so um, my number one is Tyler Algier. Um, been very, very good, and especially past the bye, and he has Arizona in the championship round. So love that. Uh, my number one is Greg Dortch, and I would, I'm considering starting him with all the volume that he had last week. Uh, mine is Gus Edwards. I would also I would also do Gus. I would play him. I would be fine playing. Yep. Same. Let's do some starts of the week. Championship starts of the week. Uh, Just so everybody knows where we're at for totals. Uh, Brady's got Bradley. Bradley has. Well, we have one week left, so we got to let everyone know what we're playing for. Bradley's (laughs) out of the hunt. He's at twenty-one. Josh is out of the hunt. He's at twenty-two. Nice to see those two go from one to two and all the way down to three and four. Jeremy and I are fighting for first place. Jeremy's at 26, and I am at 28. So Jeremy picks two, and I pick four. Oof. (laughs) No, Jeremy picks three, I pick four. Yeah. Josh, you lead us off. I do. Uh, So just, you know, rule of thumb this week, I did not do well, so just assume (laughs) I did not score. Um, Geno Smith, (laughs) not last year, but... Uh, Geno Smith needed to get top 11. He did not. Uh, my quarterback start of the week uh, this upcoming week is going to be Justin Fields. Against who? Um, I'm going to let you know it's at the end of the sentence. Detroit. I've heard type of Detroit. I was hoping to <laughs> omit that, but it's fine. Top, top six. Five. Okay. j I'm assuming he's good with that. Five. Yep. Yep. Bradley. I went with Tua. Need to be top nine. He did not get that. I'm going, I'm going Josh Allen versus Cincinnati. <laughs> what was his hitting <laughs> home run? He did this last week, too. Just the home run swings. I had oh, just. Geez, I wonder if they're going to play Josh Allen. <laughs> top three. <laughs> Uh, what is so bad about that? You want to go through your last weeks? Derrick Henry, right Tyree. Going through it right now. <laughs> Three. Becker, what Three. do you think that's fair? Three's Three fine. Three it is. Uh, my quarterback start of the week 
last week. <laughs> oh boy, Derek Carr need to be top twelve. <laughs> oh boy, yikes! <laughs> My quarterback start of the week this week is Jared Goff versus the Chicago Bears. Top yeah. ten. Kind of generous for a championship week, but that's okay. I hope I get the same respect. Uh, not. Quarterback, start of the week in week 16 was Aaron Rodgers. He sucks, so he was 14. Uh, my quarterback start of the week this week is Dak Prescott versus the Tennessee Titans. Top eight. I was going to say eight. What are you grimacing about that? What were you expecting with Dak Prescott? I was expecting 10. He's him and balling. Golf. No. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that's fine. Uh, that brings us to the running back positions. So I had Tony Pollard and, again, did not hit. Uh, so my running back start of the week this upcoming week is going to be Travis Etienne versus Houston. Texas <laughs> and Josh taking a running back versus Houston. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm on to them, baby. <laughs> It's been working out great for me this year. Top 12. Sure. Oh. We're just okay. doing this as a formality right now, Josh, for you. You're in last or second to last. I'm in last. <laughs> yeah, Bradley, we're doing a formality for you, too. Hey, if you ain't first, you're last. I won last year. I don't need to win every year, just every other. Derrick Henry was my start of the Terrible week. mentality. This last week, he needed to be top four, which I don't know how he needed to be top four and Saquon could be top six. Anyway, um... He was running back six, so that was a miss. And I'm going to go with James Conner versus the Atlanta Falcons. Top 14. Yeah, 14 was the number that was it. He's been balling, by the way. He has been. been He absolutely has been. Uh, My running back start of the week was Saquon Barkley. Needed to be top six. He was number two. He's just pissed. <laughs> I just don't understand how Derrick Henry and Saquon are not at the same tier. I get ridiculed for putting Derrick Henry on there, and he goes Saquon Barkley against that horrendous defense. He was number two. My what star of the week <laughs> this week uh, at the running back position is David Montgomery versus the Detroit Lions. I wonder which game we like. <laughs> Man, <laughs> top five is good. <laughs> No, uh, it 15? is not. 15? 15 is fine. Jeremy is about to flip a table. I was like, dang, can I flip? <laughs> People, Pito, what do you got? I, I know. I'm thinking I got two of them I really like. Uh, my running back start of the week in week 16 was Elvin Kamara. He needed to be top 13. He finished at eight. Good hit. My running back started week for week 17. I'm going to close my eyes and type his name, Cam Akers versus the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> oh, no. He's going down with the ship. I I'm love it. I'm doing it. it. I love it. I don't. Yeah. I, oh, that's an atrocious number. I hate that number. A, I don't know. That's an atrocious number. Um, I'll go. I'm going to, I'm going to say one fairly close. I'll say 18. That's an atrocious number. It's an atrocious I know. <laughs> I know. I knew exactly as soon as I'm like, well, I can't. I can't. I'll go Just give me 20. Can. Just give me 20. JBEX, I mean, you have a rooted in- negative interest in this, but I, what do you think about those numbers? 18. I was going to say 20, and we always go with the one in the Just, middle. 
just just so we're all aware that running back 15 this last week scored 12.6 points and running back 18 scored 11.8. So it's less than a point differential. But it what was did, in a what, did, what did running back 20 score? 11.3. I like that number a lot better. <laughs> it's not a debate between 18 or 20. It's 15 or 18. Moving on to wide receiver. It's 18. Just moving on to wide receiver. <laughs> My wide receiver start of the week this past week was Christian Watson. Did not get it done. He got banged up. Uh, so my wide receiver is start of the week this upcoming week is staying on the same squad. Alan Lazard, baby, give it to me. You're rolling your eyes at Brady. Works. I hope the Josh curse works. Top 16. 18. 18 is fine. He's terrible. I went Tyreek Hill. Need to be top four. Didn't get in the tub, so probably didn't get it. Um, top 21 was what he was. I'm going Diggs. I'm stacking him and Allen. High scoring <laughs> game. Bradley's just swinging for the fences right now. He I'm sure he's coming. asking, we should be getting top 30 because he's been bad the last three weeks. <laughs> top five? Top five. Six? Let's, lay, let's give him I'll six because that's what he gave Saquon. <laughs> 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 I love it. Top six. I'm absolutely here for it. I can't wait till they both go off and it's 1 1. Four yeah, points right back. back. What if he comes back and gets eight points this weekend? Has <laughs> all of them. Oof. Hey, to be fair, that's a good strategy by him. He needs, it's a great strategy. Wow. Uh, my wide receiver start of the week last week was DJ Moore. He needed to be top Goat. 22. He was top 10. That's big for the program. For the program. Lucky, but good. Um, my wide receiver start of the week this week is going to be Drake London against the Arizona Cardinals. I like it. It's a good, really good poll. 18? 18 it is. Did you say 15? Tell you what, target, uh, target share here? Ritter's, Ritter's getting my guy the ball. <laughs> 17. It's still Ritter. Exactly you, 14. Could you, could you address him properly, please? Moving it's on to my... Wide receiver, start of the week in week 16 was DK Metcalf. He did not get his top 15. I am going with Chris Godwin versus the Carolina Panthers. Sixteen. Fifteen. There Josh goes on his thing again. Got it. <laughs> Sixteen. I don't, either one is fine. Sixteen is fine. Perfect. <laughs> just complaining about it you get your way <laughs> uh, <clears throat> excuse me moving on to tight ends my tight end start of the week last week was travis kelsey he needed to be the tight end one which i hindsight i guess i understand um he I'll got just stop you right now if you if, you if know you who take, I'm taking. You know you who I'm taking. TJ Hawkinson. I'm taking TJ Hawkinson, baby. I'm taking TJ Hawkinson, baby. Why do you like doing Let's that? Go. Give it to me. He's been balling. Give it to why, me. Why do you like doing that? He doesn't play well when you pick him as your start of the week. Yeah, there's a definite. I do influence him playing well or not well. My pick. It's true. I forgot that. Well, I know. That's what Brady's saying. Top I'm five. Not, yes, five. You sound yes. I yeah, I'm oh, mad about five. that. Wait. Why are you pissed? 
The proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding, he says. I had nine when you picked him. Okay, Kate Otten was my start of the week. Need to be top 11. He finishes 37. He did not play very well. I'm going to go... If only that was the worst tight end start of the week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Mark Andrews versus the Steelers. Jeepers, what are we doing? Bradley's just... I two, mean, it's a good strategy. Two. 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 Absolutely. It's so bad. Absolutely. Three. Two. I can give him three. Okay, three. Come on, Mark. Lamar's coming back this yes, week. Yes, I know who's coming back this week, but I think I picked him. So sad. Look at all the ones. <laughs> so, Kate Otten was tight in 37. Well, I went up, yeah. <laughs> We said he was either catching a touchdown, he was going to be top seven, or he wasn't catching a touchdown, he was going to be bad. He got the bad part. Juwan Johnson. Tight end 47. 47. Brady, how many teams are in the league? 32. (laughs) My tight end start of the week this week, the guy that I thought Josh was going to take, Evan Ingram versus Houston Texans. Should have missed opportunity, honestly. Top six, six, Brady, six, Brady. Wow. wow! Congrats, Josh. That's huge. Elite fantasy mind. Tight end start of the week in week sixteen for me was Dallas Goddard. Need to be top nine. Not mad about his top twelve finish. First week back, it's all right. Dallas against Dallas was a good strat, though. My tight end start of the week this week. Did you just? Abbreviate strategy to strat. Strat, correct. Man, this would make me extremely happy if this is how I meet Jeremy. Cole Komet versus the Detroit Lions is my tight end start of the week. (laughs) Thank you for There's ways to go out. Not much better than that. (laughs) What's his finish? Top two. Top top ten. Top ten. That's good. Uh, all right. Good luck to everyone this week. <laughs> Bradley's going out swinging. For <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why wouldn't I? Not messing around. Uh, Jerry Rice. Yeah, right. <laughs> Our one's got to go. So this is, I I don't know if this is a bold take, but this is for the final spot in the NFC. I, I think the Giants are in. Yep. I am. Yep. So let's go with the seventh spot. Um, Seattle Seahawks, the Green Bay Packers, the Washington Commanders, and the Detroit Lions. Which one is making it? Uh, I'll go first because you know <laughs> what the answer is. Green Bay. Uh, I'm going with the Detroit Lions. I am also going with the Detroit Lions. I am going with the Washington Commanders. What do you, <sighs> if I had to rank these as far as likelihood, in my opinion, I would go Detroit, Green Bay, Seattle, Washington. Oh, okay. Sounds good. <laughs> well, Brady, you rank him. Let's, let's hear what you got. Well, I'm pulling up the schedule. I, I thought Washington had an easy matchup this week. They play Philadelphia and Dallas. I'm pretty sure to end the season. No. I mean, Detroit, no, I mean, Detroit thought I they, know they played. I think they played Dallas last, but I don't remember who they play next week. I mean, Detroit no, thought they had up. an easy matchup, and they got 300 yards rushed against them. So. They, play they play the, the Browns. Browns. 
take that back. Washington's three. Yeah, I Seattle's I go, four. So I go I go, I go Washington, Green Bay, Detroit, Seattle. I go Green Bay, Detroit, <sighs> Seattle, Washington. So as Viking fans, this oh, is Washington, Seattle, sorry. As Viking fans, this is a matchup that we very likely would be not likely, but it's a chance that we play them being the two. The only seed. team that we wouldn't play is Green Bay. If Green Bay makes it, we're the three seed. Yeah, that is the most likely. That's true. That's true. So, of the other three, not... then, of the other three, who are you, who are you the most uh, scared of? Washington. Washington. You think so? Why is that? Chase Young coming rush. back. Yeah. That's Their that's defensive good. lines loaded. Jonathan Allen's so underrated. Montez Wasn't the same Sweat. guys as last year? They're good Their defensive players. Line. I know, but they're they didn't play players. well last year. Brady, I'm just saying that they didn't play well last year is my point. I know watch, they're very good players. Watch a dude just jab step on Ed Ingram and home moment did not touch him. He's actually improved, though, so I'm not going to – I don't want to bash him too much, but he is he, – you got a big jump a year too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of Fourth and a Mile. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Go deep and we'll see you.